Glory to Jesus Christ, Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish presents Light of the East, a program revealing how the Eastern Catholic Churches have nourished the Roman Catholic Churches and today's world in profound ways through their history, traditions, mysteries, and spirituality. Hello, I am Father Thomas J. Loya, pastor of Annunciation of the Mother of God Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen, Illinois, and this is the story of the Eastern Churches, an inspiring story of faith courage, intrigue, mystery, spirituality, dissension, and reconciliation. But most of all, this is an expression of a great experience of faith through our unique divine liturgy. Join with me now as we look toward the Light of the East. Light of the East is also supported by the iconography of Father Thomas J. Loya. Father Loya's iconography for your prayer and home devotion may be obtained by going to MorningstarBooksAndGifts.com That's MorningstarBooksAndGifts.com Then click on the Art and Decorative link and click on Icons in the drop-down box or call 630-629-1720 Morningstar Books and Gifts 28 West St. Charles Street, Lombard, Illinois Glory to Jesus Christ! Welcome to Light of the East in this fourth Sunday of the Great Fast, the period of the bright sadness. And hopefully we've kind of rounded the corner and you've gotten re-energized with all of your ascetical disciplines, you know, with all the things you gave up. You've kind of renewed those commitments. You're continuing to fast. You're kind of reinvigorated now that we've passed the midpoint of Lent, which is why in the Eastern churches we put the cross richly decorated in front of us in our liturgy on the third Sunday of Lent to sort of goad us on. The church in her wisdom knows that we begin to tire with our ascetical disciplines. Those passions start to raise their ugly head, all those things we gave up. They say, oh no, not anymore. I can't do it anymore. So we put the cross in front of us as a banner of victory, of encouragement. So we round that corner and we pick back up the asceticism and we feature, in fact, in these next two Sundays, this Sunday and the following Sunday, a male ascetic, a monk, and a female ascetic as, once again, examples to encourage us on our ascetical disciplines. But the ascetical disciplines of Lent have a purpose to them. They're not just ends in themselves. Yes, they are a kind of a spiritual athleticism, but that's not the end of itself. In other words, we're not out to, like in Olympics, win a gold medal based on how hard or strictly we fasted, and then just to go back to being the same old person after Easter. The ascetical disciplines are designed to make us different, to make us more charitable. So today we focus on charity. And charity, of course, means being able to be concerned about, focus on the other, on other people, on their hurts, their sufferings, and how we can help them out. And so we're very honored once again to have someone who is involved deeply in a very, very urgent charity, our good friend, a good friend of us here on Light of the East, Juliana Tamarazzi from the Iraqi Christian Relief Organization. Welcome, Juliana, once again to Light of the East. Thank you, Father Tom. Uh, hello to you. Blessings to you and your listeners. Once in a while, we check in with Juliana because she's on the forefront there of trying to help the Iraqi Christians who are undergoing a lot of suffering. You don't hear about it in the news, but of course you hear about it here on Light of the East because our focus, of course, is on the Eastern churches and many of the cultures in which the Eastern churches find themselves. We present the riches of the Eastern churches in respect to the riches of the West, but today we focus on charity in regard to our Eastern brethren, especially in the Middle East, in the war-torn area of lots of suffering. So what's been happening, Juliana? Well, Father Tom, you know that since 2003, we've been, we Christians, 
in Iraq have been battling an ethnic and religious cleansing, uh, beheadings, uh, kidnapping of archbishops, killing them, a beheading of children, crucifixion of children in Basra, and now, again, a new wave of attack in Mosul, the land where Jonah is known to be buried, has started again in the lieu of March 7th national election in Iraq. You mean there's been more attacks on Christians and churches and so on? Yes, there have been at least eight people that have been killed in uh, Mosul within the last two weeks, and hundreds of families have fled for safety. This uh, is a message, really, a very clear message to the Christians in Iraq that they are really not wanted in Iraq by the Muslim extremists. Al-Qaeda has promised to disrupt the election process, especially for the Christians, as bin Laden has promised to eradicate all Christianity from Iraq and make it a Islamic state. And uh, the promise has been delivered. They've been uh, killing, and uh, the text messages have been filled with threats that have been sent to teenagers. And ironically, a lot of students, Christian students, have been attacked uh, during during the last two weeks in Mosul. And have there been religious people attacked as well? We know of the father and two brothers of a priest who had been kidnapped in 2007, Father Mazen. They, uh, the Islamist extremists attacked his home and killed his father and two brothers and raped the women that were in the household, mm. that were in the house. So that is the only one that we know of that has been, that has, you know, they've been targeted. Julia, two questions. Why don't we hear about these kinds of atrocities in such a significant area of the world as Iraq? And people have to realize this is a very, very rich biblical region of the world. In fact, Iraq is where we would identify the Garden of Eden to be, the Tigris-Euphrates River. A lot of people don't realize how significant Iraq is in, not only in Christianity, but even prior in, in Judaism, in the whole Old Testament, the whole story of the Bible. So much of it takes place in Iraq. As you mentioned, the prophet Jonah buried in Mosul. There's all kinds of significance to this area, and that's why it's of interest to us, not only as Eastern Christians, but just as Christians per se. Why is it that we're not hearing about this? And my second question is, are we doing anything about it, even silently behind the scenes? Well, I believe personally the reason we don't hear much about it is because uh, America is so overwhelmed with its own issues, uh, her own issues. For example, the, the health care debate, the elections that have happened, the upcoming elections in 2012, the earthquakes in Haiti and Chile uh, took the um, majority of the news time, as you know. Mm-hmm. And also, Iraq has become a black hole. We were there for so long. We want to get out of there. We've get, given a lot of blood there, and nobody really wants to talk about Iraq anymore. But Iraq continues to struggle for its independence, for it's, you know, it wants to be rebuilt again. And in the midst of all this, politically and religiously, Christians are, are being targeted every day. The, this election is very important because it's the first important election that is happening since the withdrawal of the troops in uh, June, in June of 2009. And Christians have five seats guaranteed to them. And depending on the voter turnout, there's a possibility of having more representation. And why is representation important to Christians in Iraq? Because that will reduce the sectarian violence against against the Christians. They want to have equal rights to practice their faith. We, uh, uh, Assyrians and Chaldeans in Iraq, are the indigenous people. 
this year we're celebrating 6,760 years of history. And it all began in Iraq. And now we're being uh, targeted. From an exotic perspective, if you want to look at it, if some of your listeners are not very religious, from humanitarian perspective, from an exotic perspective, this we are about 4 million throughout the world, and we are on the verge of extinction, especially in Iraq. And from a religious perspective, the Christ, the Christ, Christ children are persecuted in his name. And if we don't do anything about it, I don't know if you would agree with me or not, here in the West, if we Christians don't do anything about it, their blood is on our, on our hands. What is being done right now? Um, I get a lot of calls saying, what do you need? Um, they offer, your listeners have been so loyal to us, and they've offered their prayers. What Iraqi Christian Relief Council is doing is, especially right now, is gathering funds to send to the hundreds of families that have fled Mosul within the last two weeks. Now, remember, 15,000 people in 2008 alone fled Mosul. Not many returned. They're still living in diaspora. They're still living up in the northern part of Iraq in the Kurdistan region. And now more families have fled. A lot of them are living in churches in the Kurdistan region. Um, they're sleeping on the floors. So what we're doing is we are collecting money to send for at least blankets and pillows for tents. Uh, if uh, we have enough money, we would uh, help rent homes for these families. Every $25, Father Tom, buys food for one week for a family of four. One week? For one week, $25. That's not a lot of money for us here in America. It really isn't. Well, I have to admit, uh, I've left tips that big at dinners here in America, let alone feed a family for a week. My goodness. Absolutely. I mean, reality is each food parcel has uh, rice, uh, oil, eggs, and uh, butter in each food parcel. And those are, if you think about it, those are just very basic things that we enjoy here in America. And they are deprived of in Iraq. So with every $25, we can help at least a family afford to be sustained, at least for one week. Now, the Kurdistan area, which is the northern part of Iraq, is it uh, a mixture of um, Muslims and Christians? Is it predominantly one or the other? Yes, the majority are... Uh, Years, years ago, it was uh, populated heavily with Christians. But since the waiver attacks have been throughout the country, many have fled. 1.4 million people, Assyrians and Chaldeans, used to live in Iraq. Now we have about 400 to 500,000. So there are about 1 million that are refugees. So in the Kurdistan region nowadays, it's more populated with the Kurds. And politically, the Kurds want to secede from Iraq. So some of these attacks have been... Uh, inflicted by the Kurdish re uh, regime, as well as the Muslims, uh, Shiites and Sunnis. So there's an ethnic cleansing going on, there's a religious cleansing going on. They are trying to put fear in Christians' hearts for them not to vote. Mm. It is a very crucial time. And that is what they're trying to do. And they're, you know, we're, God willing, they're not going to succeed. God willing, we're going to have uh, more than five seats in uh, in the parliament. That's very important. So their government is basically a form of democracy? Yes. In Iraq. And uh, is this vote also going to include a vote for the president of Iraq? Yes, the prime minister of Iraq. Um, this is a national election. So every there are about, from what we are reading, there is about there are about 6,000 candidates for uh, the entire Iraq that are running. 
Well, we're going to talk more with Juliana Tamarazzi from the Iraqi Christian Leaf Council on this program today, Light of the East, in which we're focusing on the charitable dimension of the period of Lent, the Great Fast. So stay with us here on Light of the East. Light of the East mission is Christianity's reunion, and to tell the story of the eastern lung of the Catholic Church, we need your support. In order to keep Light of the East on the air, you can make a donation now by going to byzantinecatholic.com. That's byzantinecatholic.com. Click on the radio button and then donate securely using any major credit card. With your help, we can keep Light of the East's illumination bright. And now, a special Lenten invitation from Father Thomas Loya. Glory to Jesus Christ. There's a magnificent service that we pray in our church during the fifth week of Lent. It's called the service of the great canon of St. Andrew of Crete. This service is of timeless duration, but we invite you to experience any part of it throughout the night. There will also be an opportunity for confession. And if you stay for any part of this service, I guarantee you, you'll start to be moved to want to go to confession. It's a profound, profound journey into the whole phenomenon of repentance. As you walk through the Bible with all the Bible verses, the beautiful chants, the prostrations. It's just this incredible journey you enter into. We also invite seminarians and theologians to the great canon of St. Andrew of Crete, starting at 7, Thursday evening, March 18th, at Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Church, 14610 Wilcook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois. Complete details on the events link at byzantinecatholic.com. You're listening to Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. You're listening to the choirs of Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish under the direction of Timothy Woods in Homer Glen, Illinois. This is the music you hear on Light of the East and is sung during the sacred liturgy at Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish. All we ask is a donation of $15 or more, which includes shipping and handling, to Annunciation Parish for each Theosis CD. Send a check made out to Annunciation Parish at 14610 Wilcook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois, 60491. And may God grant you... Welcome back to our program today, Light of the East, which we're focusing on charity, the special kind of charity that we are called to as a result of, or as the fruit of, our ascetical discipline. Remember, we pray and we fast during Lent. We do penance for a reason, to transform us into a person who is more charitable, more understanding, more compassionate, which means we move out of ourselves to the needs of others. And today we're looking at the needs of our fellow Christians, especially our Eastern Christians, in particular the Chaldean Christians, in the war-torn area of Iraq, which, and they are suffering greatly. We have with us, of course, Juliana Tamarazzi of the Iraqi Christian Relief Council. And Juliana, you before the break, you were telling us about the cleansing and about the upcoming election. Also, is there a lot of people from Iraq still leaving Iraq because of the persecution? Yes, there are many that are leaving with broken hearts. And I understand that a lot of them are, in, when they come to America, they settle in various regions, but in particular, the Detroit area, Detroit, Michigan. So those of you who listen to us in the Detroit area, hopefully you're listening very carefully, and we're going to appeal especially to you 
to reach out to your brothers and sisters back in Iraq. And you can do so through this wonderful organization, which we promote here in Light of the East because we believe in it. As Juliana always reminds us, this organization, Iraqi Christian Relief, is very transparent. In fact, you can learn about them by going to the website. And what is that website, Juliana? It's IraqiChristianRelief.org. Very easy, IraqiChristianRelief.org. And can they donate online? Yes, they can donate online via PayPal, or they can enter their credit card information, and everything is secure for 100%. And we will process and send the thank you notes along with our tax ID number uh, to to declare that uh, tax, we're a tax-exempt organization. So that is going to help your donors as well. And you mentioned about the Christians coming to the United States. We have many who settle also here in Chicago. And I'm in touch. If your listeners and yourself, Father Tom, if you go on our website, you'll see a story of a mother whose three daughters were killed because they were Christian. Three daughters? Within 40 days, and her husband died of a heart attack. Oh. Uh, the mother believes, her name is Joanna, she believes he died of a heartbreak. Sure. Um, all within 42 days. And this is now just... They, go ahead. It's just one story, isn't it, Juliana? Just one heart-wrenching story, but just one story among many. Yes, exactly. So if your listeners visit our website, they will see the videos, images of uh, a lot of this persecution. They will read stories, and uh, they can get in touch with us. One thing that we do is we travel throughout the United States. We minister in different congregations and parishes. We have a great presentation that is very captivating, so if your listeners, any of them, anywhere in the United States, want to hear about this in person, we will travel. We're all volunteers, Father Tom. You know that. Yes. And nine, between 95 to 97 cents per dollar goes to Iraq. None of us collect any um, income from this. We're all doing it out of the goodness of our hearts, and we wholeheartedly believe this cross needs to be, uh, we need to bear this cross on our shoulders. We send millions of dollars to Haiti, to Chile and other parts of the world, and the most ancient civilization is on the verge of extinction. Our Christian brothers and sisters are being persecuted in the name of Christ. We need your help. We really do. They do. The bishops and archbishops in Iraq have pleaded with their Christian brothers and sisters throughout the world to pray in solidarity with them, to fast for the safety of their flock throughout the world, especially in Iraq. Another thing I would ask our listeners to do is to maybe put some pressure on those people in the media. You know, write to, approach, email, call, whatever, but make contact with some of your local newscasters, your local uh, news programs, um, newspapers, whatever. People out there can help, Juliana. We can help to at least to raise awareness of this. See, this is the big problem, but it's not just the neediness that's there and the persecution, but the awareness that is needed is required to be able to respond to this correctly. As you said, Juliana, we put, our media puts things up front and center in our faces, depending on what they choose, what they think is good or who they favor or what they, they think is a hot topic. But the fact is that this thing, as you said, is is so tragic because this is the one of the birthplaces of Christianity. As you said, 6,000 years. You're talking about 6,000 years. And we look at the United States, we, our country goes back, what, two to 300 years. We think it's a long time, but we're talking about civilization that is biblical, thousands of years, and it, the fact that it might become extinct is just, this is definitely a, a need for an urgent reply. 
So if you can do anything out there, all the, those of you who are listening, you know, contact your, your local TV programs, radio, whatever media you can, newspapers, whatever, write letters to the editor, but help us to raise at least the awareness, the consciousness, try to get our gaze, our focus back to Iraq. Sure, the war isn't front and center anymore. It's not as big as it used to be, but there's something even bigger than all that, and that is the innocent suffering, the suffering of innocent human beings who are our brothers and sisters in the Lord. And Juliana, you help people who are not just Catholic, but they're all Christians, right? Yes, our organization, in fact, is made up of different denominations. We have a, a Protestant, we have, I'm Roman Catholic myself, we have an Eastern Catholic, as well as an Orthodox. And we help everybody. We even help Muslims if they come to us, really. I have helped here in Chicago. I've helped uh, Muslim refugee families that have been looking for jobs to place them in different jobs to be able to survive. So we help um, any denomination of Christianity. We're all worshippers of the Lord, and we're all saved by Him, and we all worship the same God. During the season of Lent, one of the practices, uh, certainly in the Catholic and Orthodox churches, is to do what we call, you might remember, that uh, maybe you may recall the mite boxes. So it's a little box that you would put your little coins in. In fact, in my church, we hand out baby bottles and we ask people to put their spare change in the baby bottles. And those baby bottles get sent to a local women's center that helps young ladies who have difficulty with unplanned pregnancy so they don't abort these children. And we help these girls, these women, through these little mite boxes, which are really baby bottles. Well, how about doing something like that for those of you who are listening? How about a little mite box for this Iraqi Christian Relief Council and help our brothers and sisters in the Middle East, in Iraq, in that marvelous, marvelous area of biblical history, of biblical origins. Uh, I think that would be very helpful. And it's, 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 a, it's a little thing to do, isn't it, Juliana? You know, every, every dollar counts. We've always said we understand the economy in America is so difficult, but every single dollar counts. We always promote, um, if you have spare change, like you said, just send it to us. Every little bit counts. Also, we are open to different ideas. For example, somebody uh, told us that we should exchange rosaries, make rosaries here, pray with them, and send them to them there to show that we're in solidarity with them. Um, And also, don't forget that these people, aside from needing assistance from a financial perspective, they are traumatized emotionally. First, it was World um, or um, Iraq-Iran War, and then there was Kuwait-Iraq War, and now this. Since 2003, and and Christianity has stood by their Muslim brothers and sisters in Iraq, fighting along their side. So they've given casualties starting Iran-Iraq War. So these children that are, in, let's say, in their 20s and 30s and 40s, they've all they have seen has been war. When I meet these refugees here, they you should see they are so traumatized, they're so heartbroken. So even simple letters of encouragement would help. Well, Juliana, I want to thank you again for being on Light of the East, and hopefully we've helped your your cause in some way. Again, we appeal to our listeners, especially in this time of Lent, this time of, of special charity, to please help our brothers and sisters in Iraq. Go to IraqiChristianRelief.org. IraqiChristianRelief.org. And, and they may also contact us via phone. It's 847-area-code 401-8846. Say that one more time. It's 847-401-8846, or you can visit our website, and our phone number is listed there as well, Iraqi Christian Relief 
org. Well, thank you again, Juliana, and our prayers are with you as well as our support. We'll, we'll be checking in with you again sometime soon. Thank you, Father Tom, and I pray that you and your listeners will not forget about this. And March 7th, Sunday, is a very monumental day. Uh, there's a lot of blood that has been shed, so please pray for a good voter turnout for the safety of everyone in Iraq, not only Christians, but especially Christians. And you have been such such a supporter, Father. Uh, I can now tell you how much we all appreciate everything that you and your church has done for us. Well, thank you so much, Juliana. I feel like we, we really do so little, but we do what we can here, and that's our goal and our purpose here on Lay of the East, is to raise awareness of the eastern lung of the church in all its ways, in where it finds itself in different cultures, its challenges, its riches, its problems. And so, again, we want to thank you for being here, and we ask our listeners, please... In Christian charity, do what you can for our suffering brothers and sisters, especially our Eastern Catholic brothers and sisters in Iraq. Thank you again, Juliana. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. And I want to thank all of you for listening, especially those of you in our Detroit, Michigan area. Hopefully you listen very carefully today. We need your help. God bless you during your journey to Lent, your journey of the bright sadness. Thank you for listening. I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. Thank you for listening. Next week, we will return to the Light of the East. To find out more about Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish, visit our website, byzantinecatholic.com, where you will also find an archive of all of our programs. In order to continue this program with its mission of Christianity's reunion, we need your support with a donation. Any amount would be a blessing. Please make out a check to Light of the East Radio and send it to Light of the East, 14610, Will Cook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois, 60491. That's Light of the East, 14610, Will Cook Road, spelled W-I-L-L-C-O-O-K, Road, Homer Glen, Illinois. From the Light of the East, a new dawn of unity is in sight. God bless you, go with God, and may God bless you and grant you many happy years. <laughs>